The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Peter said it over and over again, that the only true fulfillment in life was to change the life of another. And when we say another, it sounds like just one or two, but the impact that his life had on so many millions, millions of people. Millions and millions of people I, without question. There's no question. way we can record it. The legacy of a man with death-defying faith, next on Life Today. so much for joining us. James and I are so blessed to have some of our dearest friends, our missionary family with us today. Will you welcome them? <laughs> yeah, we're going to give you that opportunity to welcome the Pretorius family. But I want to mention this book, Death Defying Faith. Peter Pretorius is in the presence of the Lord. Earlier this week, if you didn't see it, you go online, Life Today, and you go back and you watch because the glory of God filled this place. And this is a time of thanksgiving. And I want to say to you, thank you for the love of God you've poured out all over the world. And especially in harmony with the heart of Peter Pretorius, who's at the, really with the Father right now. And he and the Lord Jesus and God the Father, they're looking down here. And I know they're praying because Jesus is at the right hand of the Father daily making intercession. They're praying for all the people we can touch if we'll be sensitive to the Father's heart. And if we'll have the kind of faith and love that Peter Pretorius literally lived out his life, changing our lives and the lives of millions of other people and life today and life outreach. So the family's here. I want you to welcome all of you here. Would you welcome Ann and Isak and Jackie to life today? <laughs> this is the Pretorius family. We're going to talk some about this book, about death-defying faith, and, and, and Peter had it. Okay, Ann. Tell us what just kind of pops out in your mind when you think about this man you lived with over 40 years as his wife, and then you're holding his book. That's a treasure because finished it just before he left us. That's right. We just barely That's got right. it finished before he goes into the presence of God forever. Mm -hmm. What's in your heart? Um, James, the book had to be written mm -hmm. because the story had to be told. And I think the desire, the strongest desire in Peter's heart to capture the book was to show people that God can use a very ordinary person to do the most extraordinary things. Mm -hmm. Because in the whole walk of our ministry, Peter, Peter was forever astounded at what God was doing. Mm -hmm. The fact that God would use him, he counted that such an honor and a privilege every day of his life. And he loved Jesus so much and just wanted Jesus to use him to reach out to others because that's the heart that he, that captured him when he came to salvation. Now you must remember, and it's recorded in the first part of the book, I knew the man before salvation. I was married to him for a little while before we, before we got saved. And he was a man looking for some, some form of fulfillment in life. A race car driver, flying airplanes, doing all kinds of crazy things because he was looking for that fulfillment. And little did he know that that true fulfillment can only be found, number one, in receiving the indwelling spirit of God, that creative, powerful spirit that 
divinely enables us to go way beyond ourselves. And secondly, the impact that it has to change the life of another. Peter said it over and over again, that the only true fulfillment in life was to change the life of another. And when we say another, it sounds like just one or two, but the impact that his life had on so many millions, millions of people. Millions of people I, without There's no question. way we can record it. Mm. Um, and that's the legacy that needs to continue. And I'm so, I'm so grateful that it's passing on to our children and to our grandchildren because our grandchildren in their own ways are already looking to tell people about this work, show people how easy it is to change the life of a, a child in need and the, the heart and the, the vision that God planted in him is so powerful and so strong. And you know, just, just a couple of weeks before Peter passed, um, he was determined as ever and he was up in the Congo for three days and when he preached his last sermon, what he preached was the God in us, the power that is invested in us when we surrender our lives. And that's what he was ministering to, to leaders from the rural areas in the Congo. And a, a very dear friend and um, preacher who's done the most wonderful work in the United Kingdom and throughout Europe and now in India as well, was there with Peter preaching. And fortunately, his wife was a nurse, so I'd commissioned her on all the things she had to watch out for, for on my behalf. And, and he came back and after Peter left, he wrote a beautiful tribute about the impact that that message had had on him and how determined he is to live the life with the fullness of Christ within him. And, and I want to read a little piece of the tribute that he wrote. And he said, in a moment of sorrow, I prayed. And I said, well, Lord, he's closer to you now than he's ever been. And I heard the Lord reply, that's not true. He's no closer to me now than when he walked mm -hmm. the earth. Since I lived in him, the only difference is he can now see me. Mm. Wow. wow. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. What a beautiful tribute. <laughs> what a fulfillment for Peter to actually behold and look into the eyes of the Jesus that he loves so much. Esau, Peter's ministry is not shutting down. It's about, I believe it's about to flourish I believe the whole continent of Africa is about to be impacted by the prayers of people and by the love of God flowing freely through people. I agree, James. If, there's a big if, if we will stand up and do what Dad did, if we'll make ourselves available, if, we, if we'll have the death-defying faith, if we'll say, I, I'm prepared to go out there and do it because I know that I can't, but with God I can. Yeah, and if you don't go do it, you undergird it. Yeah, We've got to understand that there's not a small part when God even says the preaching of the gospel, you can't even believe unless they preach. But how are they going to even preach unless they're sent? Absolutely. So the bottom line of even taking the gospel to the ends of the earth is the praying person who may be working, mm -hmm. but they're working for kingdom purpose, and they say, I'm going to support that. Mm -hmm. Because all of the love of people your dad never even met, yeah. they saw him on television, Absolutely. but they're the ones that kept your dad Mm -hmm. Without empty hands, they mm -hmm. kept his hands full mm -hmm. because his heart was already full. Yeah. They enabled him to do what God put on his heart because they did their part. And that's why when he saw the need, what did he do? 
he reached out to you. Absolutely. <laughs> because he knew that when you speak to those that you've taken the mission fields to their homes. Joel Osteen's dad said, you've brought the mission fields of the world to the homes of America, but, but you've done so much more than that. Because what you've done is you've taken the love of the American people and you've made well, it really possible for them to express nations all over the world. He's like, be honest with you. We've mm -hmm. got whether it's Australia or the United Kingdom or mm -hmm. all the different parts of Asia, South America. Mm -hmm. People are saying, we want to do that. Mm -hmm. In other words, just touch the whole world. Your dad's vision and mission and what's in your hearts right now has touched the whole world. Mm -hmm. We've had a part of sharing what God put on his heart and they've had a part in participating in literally rescuing the perishing, mm -hmm. giving them life, winning them to Christ, giving them eternity. It's, it's, it's and all- that's the conviction that, that was inside dad yep. and is inside us. You know, his book starts with him using God's name in vain before he knew Jesus. <laughs> Driving a Formula One race car with another car <laughs> spinning in front of him, thinking that his life was about to come to an end. And he, he shouted out in, in his helmet, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna die. Mm. <laughs> but the story of his life after he met Jesus was that same exclamation, just slightly different. <laughs> his heart live. became, Jesus Christ, they're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to die without knowing you. Yeah. They're going to die without understanding what you did for them. Mm -hmm. They're going to die because we're not getting that bowl of food to them. James, how many, how many times have... I sat on a satellite telephone talking to you from somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Africa, right. telling you a story yet again of another mother that's buried a child. Not, not because of a war, mm -hmm. not because of some tragedy. No, no food. Because of something yeah. as simple as a lack and, of And showing us graves mm -hmm. where they not only would dig a grave by their little hut, mm -hmm. but you show me fields of graves, and they're all little bitty graves, just little children Absolutely. being buried, and we can correct it by people just saying, I can, mm -hmm. I can raise mm -hmm. three back to life, mm -hmm. five or 10, mm -hmm. that's what they do. Yep. And they, I believe they caught the same spirit that mm -hmm. was in your father's heart and in the missionaries that were working with him, I believe that spirit overflowed mm -hmm. and to where it became a Christ-like spirit of Absolutely. giving. Because they put their hand up, they said, I'll, I'll do what I can do. God didn't call us all to do the same thing. Okay, if we were all missionaries, all meeting the need, no one would be there to make it possible to meet the need. So each and every one of those people said, they put up their hand and they said, I'll, I'll answer that call because Jesus Christ, they are gonna die. We've got to do something about it, but I'll do what I can do. What I can do is I can make it possible. Right. I can't go there, but I don't need to go there. Because that. we're there, mm. we're doing it, we're going there. We, we, we've we found the people, we know how to get to them. We have the most incredible ability yep. to meet their need in the most efficient and effective way. And the viewers built the food factories that enabled you to produce more food than even the United Nations wanted to know if you could mm -hmm. produce it for them mm -hmm. because it was so mm -hmm. effective. And of course couldn't because you can't keep up with what we've got, but you make it possible. Jackie, you know, your children were so moved watching granddad that they just shook the whole world earlier this week on television. All right, you're hearing mom and your brother talking about this. You're kind of sitting there where you're watching everything where you try to communicate it to the nations that say, you know, show us. Mm -hmm. And you're actually telling the story. What do you, what's the prayer of your heart as our viewers does? What do you want to see happen right now? What, what are you asking God for? The prayer in my heart is twofold. 
on the one hand, you know, this book is really precious to me. I, I was at university when my dad was recording this book um, on voice, file, voice files, and I would transcribe them. And uh, it started as a fun kind of after university project, and I learned to type really fast because I didn't want to miss what was going to happen, you know, and I grew up listening to all his stories and I thought I, I, I knew his story. Um, but when I started to transcribe this book, that was years ago, um, it really impacted my life because this book is so rich in so many insights, you know, it, it takes the story and it's full of a lot of humor and there's a lot of funny things in there, but it shows you his life before Jesus. It shows you the impact of Jesus in his life. And then it shows you what a life committed to Jesus can do for others. Didn't it show you too? New Testament miraculous mm -hmm. It really did. You can see that everything Jesus mm -hmm. did, he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. Including in Africa, mm -hmm. including in the toughest places. And we, because I saw, I saw the New Testament miracles I believed in and read, mm -hmm. but I'd not really seen them up close and personal. Mm -hmm. Betty and I saw them. Mm -hmm. And then we saw them here. Mm -hmm. we, we saw God inspire faith in people that was just like, really, and really the dead have been raised. It's not an exaggeration. So the point is, didn't you see that, that this is actually mm -hmm. inspiring people to believe for what Jesus said is real? Yeah, because he's a miracle-working God, and not just in Africa, everywhere. You know, and God's heart is for every single person, regardless of where you live. Um, and that's why, you know, my, my hopes are twofold because I'd love every person to read this book, not just because it's a rich account for my dad's phenomenal life, which it is, but it's a rich account for what God can do in your life if you'll let him. Um, the second thing that I want and what I look forward to for the future is just that all of us, wherever we are, whatever our life looks like, because that's the story of a, a remarkable man um, who was my father, but all of us have a remarkable story. You know, we could all write a book on the, the phenomenal things that have happened in our lives, especially when God's involved. And for me and for my family and for our family, you know, my prayer is just that God would continue to work through us as a conduit because it's all the things that he has um, for the world, for the hungry, for the poor, for the people that are lost. And whether that works through somebody financially because they have the means to give or whether it works through somebody because they have the words to give. I think that God's got a unique way for each of us to give. Mm. Um, and for us to align to what that is is also really important. And I want to say something to all of you as a family and to everybody here. We're just as committed as ever to the outreaches of the Jesus Alive Ministries, Joint Aid Management, where people are joining together. We're, we're totally committed. So my question to you is, are you all just as committed and perhaps now seeing even greater vision that actually everything that Peter prayed for and all the seeds that he sown, that we're actually going to see a greater harvest because we're committed to that. We believe our viewers are. Mm -hmm. All right. How do you feel about it, Anne? Oh, we're going to make it happen, James. There's no question. 
It's a driving force in us, that spirit of Christ in us that mm. says we can go beyond, we can reach beyond, we can build on this legacy, we can build on the foundation. And, and Africa's there and open to us. God has given us such favor in the countries that we're going into. And in, there are other countries approaching us, leadership and, and governments approaching us, saying come and multiply the programs in our country. So the potential is there. We're surrounded by incredible need, and yet we've learned to interpret the need into something called an opportunity. So, yeah, we need the viewers, we need finance, we need that backup, we need prayer, we need everything that it's going to take for this death-defying faith so that we close the door on death and we are honestly bringers of life and good news to the continent of Africa. Are you going to be with them in your prayers? Are you going to stay in the room of gratitude and praise God? Let me just say this to you. We are committed life outwards, but I'm just simply telling you this. Everything that happened there, happened because somebody here said, I will supply the need gladly. Mm -hmm. You plant the missionaries there. You put your life in the midst of that suffering. You're not going to be empty handed. We're going to make it possible for you to actually meet needs. You're the ones that have done it. I mean, these missionaries have said, as far as they're concerned, you're the greatest miracle workers. You know what, you know what Peter said? He says, the greatest Christians are not the, the missionaries. I know we hear that. The greatest Christians in the world are the missionaries. He's come right here in this studio and said many times, no, the greatest Christians in the world are the ones that keep the missionaries there, that make it possible right. for us to fulfill the vision God's given us. So right now, we want to give you an opportunity. We've got 400,000, I say we, the missionaries have located. These are people Peter Pretorius trained. Go and find the need, the legitimate need that can be met. Organize, let them know love is going to be literally reaching out to you right here, faithfully. And they have to say that in faith, believing what? Believing God will use you to supply the need. So right now, we're asking you, we come to you twice a year for feeding. We're asking you to make a gift of $30, $50, or $100 to feed three, five, or 10 children for the next month. $1,000 feeds 100. I want you to watch. I want you to hear God as you just listen to Peter Pretorius asking a question that just almost ripped his heart out. And then you know we're the answer to his concern. All of us together. Watch prayerfully. Very messed off to me, have, have any of you mothers here ever lost a child because of malnutrition, of a lack of food? And if you've lost more than one, then show us how many you've lost by showing us how many fingers. <laughs> That one's lost five. That one's lost five. And seven. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> and I mean nearly all of them, eh? I think it is beyond words. I think it is absolutely horrible. I mean, I, I struggle even for words to be able to explain what feelings are in my heart. And I've never lost one of my kids. I've never lost one of my grandkids. And I just think if, if one of my precious little grandkids, if I lost them, what it would mean. And imagine if I lost them to starvation and I couldn't actually do anything about it because I didn't have any food. I didn't have any means to be able to help my child, you know, and watch that child die in front of me. Well, this woman's watched 10 of them die in front of her. Please, James, let's do this and let's do it now. Yeah, well, Betty just said Peter's grandchildren are up here in the audience. And they're weeping, and I understand. And I'm, I'm just inside my heart, I'm praying, God, I know Peter, I believe Jesus at the right hand of the Father's praying. And I wish we'd see the greatest outpouring of love we've ever seen. I've prayed for many years, God, I want to see the day when every single person watching will extend your hands. They just do what they can. If they just could just give a cup of water could you just give a child food? Uh, you know, we, we did lose a child and she's precious. You look at all those precious women and you think, well, you know, they just lost a child. They're just poor. That baby was their whole life. Our, our daughter, we have three children, 11 grandchildren, now four great grandkids. And we just love them all. We lost one. People tell us it's not a big deal. We've had a couple of children lost in the womb. They tore up our family. Would you right now, please, just say, God, what do you want me to do? And I'm just simply telling you this. We can feed three, five, or ten children for thirty, fifty, or a hundred dollars a month. We can feed a hundred children for a thousand dollars. We can we can feed a thousand children for ten thousand dollars. Would you please? Would you just help us? It's what we've been doing a long time. And by the way, you say, well, what if we get all those fed? Well, then we'll find some more because we've always made it clear. When we ask you to do something, accomplish a goal, if we accomplish that goal, then we're going to invest money that goes over that in equally important outreaches. And some of the outreaches don't seem big to people, but they're the biggest thing those people have ever known. And we don't have time to talk about all of them, but we'll help them. So that's what you do. And by the way, Every day we come on this program to try to give you food, spiritual food and water, because you're the main object. We want to pour God's love all over you, but listen to me. We, we have a motive. It's called a kingdom motive, a kingdom purpose. We want to see God flow through you, his purpose. In other words, you let him do something in you, and then you allow him to do something through you for others. And we want to inspire you. Thank God many of you have been inspired. You continue to inspire us. That's why Peter Pedroz can say, James, I can always call you. Why? Because you and Betty are great. He knew we cared. We said, we'll come over and stay. He said, don't. Go back and get the people to help us so we can stay. And so we're not empty-handed. Well, that's what we've done. And bless God, you have blessed the Lord and blessed these children. So right now, 
Every single one of you. I want you to go online or just go get your checkbook and write a check, make it to life. You give the gift God really laid it on your heart. He laid it on your heart to do it. Or you can call that number right now. There's always a, a prayer line paid for by love for you to pray and somebody to pray for you. But I want you to call and say, here's what we're mailing. Or here's my bank card number. I want to make a gift today. Father, I pray every single person will be moved by your spirit. And Lord, if somebody says, I don't have anything I can give, well then Lord, just let them see the importance of their prayers. That you will move mountains of compassion and expressions of your love right now, all over the world. Would you please just do what God put on your heart? Call the number, go online, make the gift. You're giving the greatest gift. You're giving the gift of life because of the love of God. Thank you for doing it. In impoverished and drought-stricken areas of Africa, children are suffering. The need is great. And without food, they face severe malnutrition, even death. Through Life's Mission Feeding Outreach, you can save lives by feeding and caring for children currently suffering in parts of Angola, Mozambique, and South Sudan. With previous reserves gone and mission feeding helping in areas with severe crop failure, we urgently need your support to replenish food supplies to reach the 400,000 children who are counting on us. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for three full months. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Death-Defying Faith, The Extraordinary Life of Miracle Man Peter Pretorius. This autobiography, completed just days before his unexpected death, chronicles the thrill-seeking adventures of missionary Peter Pretorius. You will love reading how God took this ordinary man and performed extraordinary miracles throughout all of Africa. With your gift of $100 or more, request the beautiful Faith and Hope pen set, two beautifully crafted pens featuring the key words of Hebrews 11.1, 1, a key verse for every believer, especially when facing adversity, trials, and challenges. Finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed and care for 100 children, be sure to request the Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, Betty, I just feel like God has really graced us with His presence. He used these beautiful grandchildren to uh, show us a little grin on His face. You can't see Him real good there, but there are pictures in you can see Him. You know, we used to sit together and talk about we're about the same age. I'm a little over a year older. And uh, see you, buddy. Keep watching down here, okay? Because everything God put in your heart, we're going to keep doing all of us, your family and our family and all our grandkids, everybody loves the ministry, this mission ministry. They've been touched by it. Thank you for your help. But all of you and you at home, you can just say, praise God. Many, of, By the way, if you've been trying to get through, keep calling until you get through. You help. Okay, would you please do what God put on your heart? Would you like to say thanks to the Pretorius family and thanks to God? Thank you. We'll send you the book, Death Defying Faith. These stories, I'm telling you, it's going to change your life in a lot of ways to say thanks. Thank all of you. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Love y'all. Thanks.
When planning your future, keep their future in mind. Contact Life Planning Services today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.